Colorado Sports Guys podcast is brought to you by the Denver Chop House. The Denver Chop House, located in lower downtown, just blocks, more like block from Coors Field at 19th and Winecoop with a K. That's Winecoop with a K, the Denver Chop House. Stop in there, enjoy a few of their home-brewed beers, excuse me, house-brewed beers, maybe a nice steak, maybe a roast beef au jus. (laughs) You know how we do. Check out the Denver Chop House. We love them. They love you. Now enjoy the show. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. What's up, everybody out there entangled in the interwebs? We are back. Colorado Sports Guys coming at you. Before I get into the introductions, I want to play a little, little song for everybody. Nice. Whoa, that's loud. <laughs> I got a little loud there for a second. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody's ears out there. Nate was that getting is right. excited. Like the dropkick Murphys say, the boys are back. I, of course, am Nate Timmons with me, as always, the king of Thornton, Jeff Morton. What is up, everybody? And uh, I'm sure you all heard it when uh, we heard our lovely, lovely introduction with our uh, Denver Chop House read. But uh, we have Nate, who, who, who is back with us. Welcome back, Nate. The man, the myth, the legend, Papa Martin. You Ross know, Martin. I used to get introduced second. I know. It was, what, what the <laughs> hell happened? <laughs> well, this is the grand re-entrance, man. <laughs> I'm not a guest. I'm not a guest. I'm a host. It says so right in Renee's intro. But anyway, howdy, folks. Welcome to the Colorado Sports Guys podcast, where the West lives on and on and on and on. Well, let me let me tell you something. Can you imagine how if anticlimactic it, it would have been had I announced you second and then I Jeff? Say, I was just say, look at it this way. It's bad radio. Renee's <laughs> order is me first, <laughs> you second, and then Nate. So really, by rights, I should be bringing in the podcast. To be honest, I haven't really paid attention that much, Jeff. <laughs> She usually brings us coffee, and it's been a long time. It has been. But anyway, it's good to be back, see you guys. It's been a long time. I missed you guys. Yes. It's I missed you guys. Half the fun of doing the podcast is just hanging with my bros, Nate and Jeff. Yeah, it's been... Buying different six-packs of beer. Yeah. Cracking Now we're open. here at Jake's Fine Food and Spirits, enjoying some beverages, and just had a... I just, you know what? A big, big mistake, I think. Ordering the food before the podcast, because now I just want to take a nap. Yeah. I had that good uh, Cuban sandwich. Yep. And, but anyway. But since you know you're satiated. You know, I'm good. I'm good. But I'm filled uh, up and ready to talk about sports and stuff. So before mainly we... Mainly soccer. Before we get into that, uh, uh, Ross has a new baby girl in his life. Uh, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, she's uh, just a great baby. Yeah. What's her first name? This her kid. name is Victoria. Victoria. That's right, Victoria. Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. She's, uh, um, tell you what, it's pretty weird. Middle name, of course, is Colorado Sports Baby. (laughs) 
Middle name, yeah. We named her after uh, the intern. <laughs> the Colorado sports guy's intern. <laughs> the other real question not, is... Not her mother, as uh, a lot of speculation is going on about yeah, that. Yeah, I, I know. It was I, like people stopped hearing Renee on the podcast about nine months ago. I know. I've heard it all. I know. Well, well, I it did was, not have an illicit affair with the intern. Listen, the f- and the, have the, a love our, child. Our listeners weren't the only ones speculating about this. <laughs> so... There was some hanky panky going on in the office. That's all I know. The other real how to do is uh, how's a Colorado sports cat? How's a cat you know adjusting to a new house? So we moved too. It's been a big six weeks for me. We moved, and the cat has been adjusting very well. I must really? say, the cat had a you know it's a traumatic thing for cats. Yes, it is. But I tell you what, she hid in the bathroom, uh, upstairs bathroom, underneath the sink for like sixteen hours. Then she came out. I will tell you, she's uh, pooping regularly in her cat box. Nice. She's already running around. One thing she didn't have before is stairs. She loves the stairs, but oh, she yeah. doesn't quite understand how to walk up them the same time I walk up them. So she's constantly trying to kill me. <laughs> this is some good Colorado sports cat talk. <laughs> <laughs> you have to understand, probably the Colorado sports cat has been a part of our li- daily lives with this podcast. That's Not daily, right. But weekly lives yeah. for... A long time, so we need to get the lowdown on every aspect that we have been missing. I'll tell you what, I went over to the old CSG studios last night for yep. the last time just to kind of make sure everything was cleaned out, and I'll tell you that that uh, studio still smelled like the Colorado Sports Cat, so her, <laughs> she has left her mark. It's great. Beautiful. Because <laughs> we used to, the studio doubled as the cat's bathroom, as most people remember. <laughs> And, uh, it was great. That's, it was that's why we stopped having guests there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and when Les Shapiro starts complaining about the pubes on the toilet seat. You know, it's time to. <laughs> it's time to <laughs> go time public. To move it over to Jake's. <laughs> we are up here at Jake's Food Spirits, 3800 Walnut Street, where we're going to be hosting the Denver Stiffs draft party tomorrow night. What is that noise? Pretty sure we're in a bus station. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like we're in a bus station. I think it's bingo. (laughs) 504 is leaving (laughs) Albuquerque. Sounds like bingo. Um, So, yeah, it's uh, uh, um, good times. And you guys had some good shows. Oh, we had some excellent shows. Tim Conley, Chris Dempsey. Dempsey. Stood up Les Shapiro. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) We had some technical difficulties with Les. Les Shapiro uh, shows up. Takes time out of his busy schedule to come down here, and you rookie amateurs don't even bring the gear. Well, we had technical difficulties. <laughs> We're not willing but, to say. But what the good thing were. about, I mean, there was a lot of people who were looking forward to less swearing on the podcast again, but that will happen again soon. No one more was looking forward to that than Les than himself. Than Les himself, yes. When he curses on the podcast, I've never, it's like Tickles seeing his fancy. a child <laughs> it's <laughs> like Christmas morning. It's like giving a kid an ice cream cone. He's been living bound by the strictures of the FCC for his whole career, and now he can really let loose. And as long as we don't get, you know, fried Oreos, we're fine. So Yeah, good deal. We'll, well I'm good. glad to be back. Thanks for uh, that great intro. What if we need to close that curtain a little bit? Should I go on a curtain run? <laughs> yeah, because that I curtain will good. really buffer that noise there. You uh, think it will? No. Oh, I think man. we're fine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep thinking I'm late for my trip to <laughs> sunny to Santa Fe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, should we break into a little uh, old school segment that we like to call headlines? Ross's headlines. Do it. So, guys, I have okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 
like 16 headlines. Wow. Oh, yeah. And they're all about the World Cup, right? Three of them are about soccer. Nice. And the other 13 are about LeBron James. Nice. Oh, wow. How excited. Yeah, look at that. How excited are you guys? Future, the Associated Press. I, I, yeah. Future Today. Nugget, LeBron James. Sorry. Future Nugget. That's right. Nor, uh, Norwegian. Uh, here's the headline. Norwegian wins bet on Suarez World Cup bite. I'm good. Uh, vodka soda. Ring it up another one. <laughs> uh, no, back to the headline. Norwegian wins bet on Suarez World Cup bite. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yes, yes. Um, Luis Suarez the for bite scene around Uruguay. The world. Ur- Uruguay. 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 <laughs> he bites somebody? He bit somebody. That's in South America, Nate. It was yeah, awesome. South America. I love this guy. Yeah. My new favorite non-American soccer player. Yeah, I know where Uruguay is because that's where the challenge from MTV was this season. <laughs> ah. Ah. Oh. Although they've moved on to Chile. So. <laughs> Chile. Oh, Chile. Guys, back to, we'll get back to headlines in a second, but I have big, big news. Mm. Big news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I had a baby. I See you, Andy. Later, Andy. <laughs> Say hi to Jake. when you let him out of the basement Um, so I had a baby right I bought a place that's cool but I have big news yeah I am a cable subscriber what what you've caved you've changed man here's the story Here's, there's a story I behind re- this. I refuse to believe this. Um, so it's uh, been three or four years or something since I cut the cord, so to speak. Yes. Oh. Uh, in that time, I have missed every single Rockies game and every single Avalanche game and every single Nuggets game, uh, which limits my uh, participation <laughs> in a lot in preparation for this podcast. He, he muddled through. So anyway, uh, one, of the, one of the things, we, my wife and I, we kind of divvied up the... Uh, uh, the tasks involved in moving. I was in charge of moving, and she was in charge of transferring over cable, internet, and uh, power, and all that stuff. Mm. She calls Comcast to get our internet transferred over. They got a deal, don't they? Uh, they had a deal. <laughs> Comcast triple play? <laughs> Not triple one? play. It was like something like basic cable plus internet for like half the price we were paying just for internet. Mm. So I'm like, pissed off, right? Because I'm like, I was never going back to cable and my wife was screwing it up. But, here's the worst part about it. I'm like, well, at least I can go home tonight and watch the Rockies game. Yeah. I get home, don't have Root Sports. <laughs> check, another, another check, five bucks a month <laughs> right there. Yeah, check that out. Don't have Altitude. Don't have MTV. Don't have ESPN. Don't have TNT. <laughs> don't have like anything. We have like USA and I have, Spanish. I channels? don't have USA. I have like all the local channels. You have Encore, I bet. I don't. I don't have Encore. <laughs> I have HBO. What? It's the weirdest package I've ever. So I just took the cable box and unplugged it. I don't even use it. Why would you unplug the cable box? Because there's nothing. There's nothing for me on there. And by the way, it's low def. There wasn't even HDMI cable from the cable box to the. TV. Are you sure that your wife spoke to a reputable source? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that maybe... She wasn't yeah. talking to, like, Cousin it's Sal who's going to give you some it's a, a deal on cable? Yeah, it's, Dom, <laughs> it's Domdast. Don't you guys have Domdast? <laughs> Domdast Wifinity? Do you have a feeling that maybe 
where your townhome is located, there's a time portal where you've moved back to 1995. <laughs> it might be like 1984. Yeah. That's where the place, that's when it was built. The Nuggets are deciding between <laughs> Sam Bowie and Akeem Elijah. Well, here's the thing. If that were the case, then the goddamn Nuggets and the goddamn Rockies would be played on Channel 2, yeah. and I wouldn't that's need right. cable. That's right. Back uh, in the good old days. Back in the good old days. But uh, anyway, so uh, what I, I've been watching the World Cup. I've been watching a shitload of the World Cup. Oh, yeah, me too. Because I just took my parents' Dish Network password, and I get it on my Roku straight to my uh, TV with high def. It's amazing. Why, why, why is Comcast... It's comical to look at the size of the Roku I have, which is about the size of the coaster that my uh, vodka tonic is sitting on right now, and the cable box is almost as big as the TV. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so that's why I've been watching uh, the old World Cup. Um, next headline, uh, CBS News, Luis Suarez may be booted from the tournament. Mm. That would be a shame. Well, he got those big old chompers on that guy's shoulder. Yeah. That was... And I also heard this guy's a racist. Yes. And apparently a cannibal. Well, what ethnicity is he? Or he's Uruguayan? Uruguayan. How can, I mean, he's racist. Okay. <laughs> you yes. could be racist and from other countries. Yeah. I mean. Okay. I thought that was just for white Maybe people. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> well, they're white. People Maybe, in Uruguay are white. Maybe he particularly doesn't like they're Chileans. They're just Latin. You know? <laughs> We're stumbling down a rabbit hole here. <laughs> 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 I don't understand. Well, I, I, have you guys seen the video of um, yeah the incident? Oh, I was watching it live. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. Well, it, it came out of nowhere. Everyone, <laughs> I, I was both on Twitter and watching it at the same time, and I'm like, well, that's not something you see every day. <laughs> don't see someone just go out and bite someone this on the, the shoulder. the third time he's done it <clears throat> yeah. in his career. This guy is awesome. He plays in the EPL, the English Premier League. Does he? Yeah. I, I didn't know if it was that or... One of the La Liga. Estonian Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> Headline. That's been kind of the funniest thing about the World Cup, though, is like those little things, like bumping guys, I guess biting, uh, dudes like slide tackling and like, you know, kind of like uh, Ty Cobb, you know, cleating guys. Like that seems to be popular. Yeah. And they, then acting like you blew out your ACL. Clint Dempsey got kicked in the face in the, against Ghana. Broke so- his nose. Soccer is the most, it's the sport with the least amount of honor in it. Yeah, there's no right. there's no pride. These players have no self pride. They have no <laughs> honor. They have no fortitude. They, they are all cowards. They're no NBA and players. That's for sure. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they are just the biggest babies. But it is very exciting, even if it is rigged. You want to talk about people talk about the NBA being rigged? That is rigged. Uh, soccer, ten times more rigged, and it's not even. They don't even try to hide it because they can just. Basically, give a team a goal at any given point by giving out a yellow card in the, yeah. in the zone or, or whatever it is. It's so arbitrary. Didn't uh, uh, I don't know if you have a headline on this? Didn't Didn't Jurgen Klinsmann, the uh, I could say the Nuggets coach, the uh, coach of the, uh, the the U.S. soccer team, didn't he basically say that the uh, the uh, FIFA was saying like all the favor- favorites are going to go through anyway? Yeah. That's basically what we know. I, I don't have a headline on that, but I think he said that. But it's true, and that's fine. Yeah, usually the favorites are getting ahead anyway. Yeah, but um, that's the, just the way it works. No word yet on if Clint Dempsey is cousins with Christopher Dempsey either. We'll figure that out at some Still, point. Still, the jury is out. We have our top people on it. Yeah, top. Renee's out. We there. have Renee's top on it, and on it. Uh, we have a new correspondent from Omaha. We'll uh, try and play a voicemail <laughs> from him later. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> or not? Forgot about that. <laughs> 
Sporting news. USA Portugal draws record TV ratings on ESPN. 22.9 million people That's watched that. That's tremendous for soccer. And uh, it was the most watched U.S. soccer game in history. I think it's pretty obvious. Yeah, I was watching. I was watching. I was <laughs> on the edge of my freaking seat. That, that was a very good match. I, I thought, I mean, you got, you got Cristiano Ronaldo's design in his hair, you know, and then he's, Such a bitch. he's pouting, but he's upping. Every time he pouts, he ups the sexiness by about 40%, you know. <laughs> so, and you think thinking, okay, if he scores a goal here, he's going to take off his shirt. I know he will. That's Jeff. That's just what you were hoping. So maybe it's that not the way most me. of us watch that you game. You tweeted that, didn't you, at some point? <laughs> I think I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like Jeff's going to get a couple of hate tweets for that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get him for that. Well, Jeff just did ruined all my soccer headlines. I did not ruin your now. soccer headlines. <laughs> Always pushing the gay agenda. <laughs> they ruined the themselves. Agenda. But no, I I'm actually to recruit our listeners to your side. Then <laughs> that was actually a very exciting. I mean, when they scored that second goal, it was incredible. I was like, yeah, I was standing up in the uh, in uh, the living room, just pumping my fist. And I'm like. Wow. I never thought I would do this for some. I know. I feel kind of ashamed after you, <laughs> you never thought, you know, pitting one country against another would get you to rally around your, your home troops, you know. Just like Especially when you play the game of risk, I turn into a real dictator. <laughs> it's a mess. Hell yeah. I never pegged, pegged you as a risk uh, player. Last game I played was back in the 90s. My sister got very upset, threw the board across the room. <laughs> That's retiring our family from the game of Risk. You know, uh, funny story about Risk. A few years ago, we bought a game. We went and bought Risk. And uh, we go down, we set up. It was like my uh, wife and in-laws, we were going to play this game. And they completely changed it. What really? do you mean? Like, it's, it was different. I don't remember how it was different, but it was horrible. It was not just the regular Risk. They had changed it. That's awful. It's stupid. And you it know what? I find think the way it was. It, it was perfect the way it was. Yeah. It, they don't go around changing like Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Hell, Family Feud's had the same format for 25 years. Yes, it is. Keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Anyway. I love it. Uh, USA Today. Moving on to the LeBron James section of my headlines. <laughs> Felt like a lot less than 16 U.S. World Cup. Headlines. No, there were three. Okay. 13 LeBron James. Oh, ones. yeah. Okay. I'm sure you guys have uh, been just clamoring to talk about LeBron James. And I'm sure the people listening have just been kind of starved of LeBron James speculation. I'm sure. I wish there was a four-letter network out there that could cover it. Here we go. Well, don't worry. I'm bringing to you all the coverage. USA Today. Will LeBron James go for Lakers blank slate strategy? Charlotte Observer. Pursuit of LeBron James could be Charlotte Hornets and City's Super Bowl. Figure that one out. Slate Magazine, Cleveland's planned to win back LeBron James. San Jose Mercury News, why LeBron James to Warriors makes great sense. CBS Sports, Warriors could try to acquire both Kevin Love and LeBron James. Boston.com, if Ray Allen returns, he wants to play with LeBron James. ESPN, LeBron could upgrade sidekicks in Dallas. Washington Post, only six teams can afford LeBron James right now. I don't know where they're getting their information. <laughs> Houston Chronicle. 
Rockets and LeBron James? <laughs> no way. Taking a page from the Nate Timmons headline, Boulder Writing. Daily hey, Camera. You more question marks in than me. Boulder <laughs> Daily Camera. Nuggets will make their pitch to LeBron James. Well, that was Christopher Dempsey, by the way, so you know that's legit. Don't call me Chris. Mm. He's running for the Boulder Daily Camera again? <laughs> they, they just copied it from the I think it's the same. Yeah. Mm. FoxSports.com. LeBron James to the Dallas Cowboys? Ooh. Now we're thinking outside the he box. Could, he could play tight end. That's an article by Samantha Hyde. Mm. So I think we oh. can know him. <laughs> Here, let me actually have a... <laughs> we need to play insert that clip <laughs> where Ross said, that idiot Joe Neeson. <laughs> as soon as I said that, she was uh, promoted immediately. <laughs> So I catapulted her. <laughs> you, you launched her career <laughs> from that point. Here is a quote from Samantha Hyde in FoxSports.com about LeBron James to the Dallas Cowboys. She says, true, it almost certainly never would happen. But it's fun to think, what if? <laughs> You're right, Samantha. It almost certainly, almost certainly never would happen. Almost sure wouldn't be too bad watching LeBron getting killed as Tony Romo's overthrowing him <laughs> on every, every pass. True. It almost certainly would never happen. It almost certainly. What do you guys think about LeBron coming to the Nuggets? <laughs> uh, it'll never happen. Just, man, give me some bath salts so I can dream about it. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. Well, I mean, because the Broncos got Peyton Manning. That's true. What would be bigger? LeBron James coming to the Nuggets or Peyton Manning coming to the Broncos? By far, LeBron James. But now we'll go back two years and, and try. Now that Peyton Manning's a part of the team, it's hard to think about how he what he wouldn't be. But is there I, like a clear cut best player in the NFL where it's like if you sign that guy, you're immediately going to the Super Bowl? Was it Peyton? Pretty much. Well, yeah, Peyton but Manning remember is Peyton, that guy. Peyton had the yeah. neck thing, so there was still some question. This is LeBron James in his prime. LeBron James has that. The cramp thing. <laughs> he does. We don't know don't, when he'll don't cramp know, again. We don't know when Once he'll cramp again. He cramps, it could happen at any moment. You usually, hit him it's wrong. usually roughly every 28 days or so, <laughs> how the cycle goes. Typically. I am so happy. I know the finals were a long time ago, uh-huh. and I wasn't here doing the podcast, uh-huh. but I was so happy to see the freaking Heat lose. I just want to say that. It was awesome. Uh, I know you were rooting for all this first last they didn't, they didn't just lose. They got crushed. All this talk about LeBron James being the next Michael can just be put to bed, as far as I'm concerned. It's outrageous. And here's the thing, that the real thing is, Nobody's ever going to say, even to the next guy, five, ten years from now, is he going to be the next LeBron James? No, they're always going to say, is he the next Michael? And that just proves right there that he's never going to be the next Michael. Anyway, back to, back to headlines. Um, LeBron James, uh, the Get Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay, CBSSports.com. Clippers want LeBron James. That's the final headline I have. Mm. Uh, this is the one that makes the most sense to me. Clippers? Yeah. What do you guys think? I don't think it makes any sense for him to want to go to the Western Conference. I mean, if you put the Miami Heat in the West this year, maybe they're the three seed or the two seed or the four seed, but there's no guarantee they go to the finals. Here's my question, though. Is it possible for a, like, let's say LeBron James, who's, if if he's never going to be the next Michael Jordan, he certainly surpassed Michael Jordan from, I think, and it's probably because Jordan wrote the book on this, but being a businessman. 
LeBron James is a very savvy individual, and I think he's got a lot of good advisors. I, I think I read that he owns part of Liverpool FC in the English Premier League, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's got to be a huge type franchise to be involved in from an ownership level. Is it possible for LeBron James to parlay his free agency into an ownership piece of a team? Is that like, right now the Clippers are in this, you know, nobody knows what's going to happen. Donald Sterling's screwing everything up, which is another thing I kind of missed out on. Just talking about that. Yeah, I think that was right in your wheelhouse. So awesome <laughs> that he decided to fight back. I just think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like perfect drama to watch. Oh, my God. Is there a fight going on? But anyway, could LeBron James <laughs> come to Jake's Food Spirits? Like, partner with an, an existing owner, somebody like Donald Sterling, or and say, I'll come play for your team. You know, you can. I don't think he'd partner with Donald Sterling. I think that would be. But think about that. That franchise is worth a billion dollars. <laughs> Probably partner with Steve or Ballmer. Two billion dollars. Two billion. Two billion dollars. I know LeBron James has a lot of money, but I bet you he's not in that B range, that billion dollar range. Michael Jordan just got into the billion billionaire club. Right? <laughs> That's right. He did. Right, Michael Jordan, and it's and he has a serious gambling problem. You know what yeah. I mean? That guy probably loses a hundred million a year in gambling. Yeah, and he's still making money. So LeBron James could get to that billionaire mark. By parlaying his free agency into an ownership stake, I don't even know if it's possible. Is it possible? Can you do that? Can I say, I'll come play for you, but you got to give me uh, half the team or a quarter of the team? I think it's like you can make promises for after their playing days are over. You can kind of say, like, you know, he's going to stay here. Like Chauncey Billups with the Pistons right now, and they're saying, you know, they brought him back to maybe have some front office job later on. But I don't think he can do anything yeah. while they're currently active. Yeah, yeah I don't think he can do it while you Theoretically cash out afterwards. Yeah. Well, Think so. Cash I think, out ownership shares. Well, you'd have to stay somewhere for more than a couple seasons to, you know, I don't know. Well, no, I, well, th- I, I, think, yeah, I think that would be the next step because no matter what happens, no matter where LeBron James goes right now, he's still going to be an employee. And I think he's smart enough and probably savvy enough to say, no, I want to be an employer. I want to be the guy that's paying the guys to play when I'm done playing. And so that's why I wonder. Maybe maybe that's why he's doing this. Well, when you think about it, LeBron James by himself probably brings in a billion dollars into the NBA, just by himself with the marketing, the attracting, and the probably ticket at sales. Least. At least that. And uh, what percentage of that is he getting? He gets twenty million a year. That's it. And you know, plus endorsements. Plus but, endorsements. But so endorsements it's, it's are a hundred, maybe a million dollars yeah. a year. I mean, I mean, he could. Lo- you could logically say that LeBron James. By himself, it's probably worth $50, $60 million just in a contract a year, per year. But he only costs 20 But he only costs 20 And he's going to be opting out of this contract and likely taking even less than that. So he cashes that out. And, I mean, he, may, he, he becomes an owner, makes a couple billion dollars. It probably makes a lot of sense. And then he doesn't have to play basketball anymore. Yeah. That's your thing, too, that I'd want to figure out with him is, you know, I, I don't know. I thought probably Jordan would go that route. Well, I don't know. I didn't think. I didn't ever think about it. You know, you didn't think about oh, was this guy going to make a good owner at some point? You know, but that was never part of the discussion. Well, yeah. how, how because they were just players, and yeah. you just. But how, now the players have that power. That it's control. a new thing to think about with LeBron. It's like you know, how much does he want to be an owner? Does he want to be involved in the day to day weird stuff? You know, that goes on like. Would he want to be a GM first and then go into ownership? Or I don't know. Well, it's, do you think he's involved funny. in the day to day of Liverpool? Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, no. He's just an owner. He he doesn't do anything. He owns things. How 
this is a good question. How soon after Jordan retired did he get involved with the Wizards? It wasn't long, was it? It was like a couple of years. Yeah. And then soon after. he went back to playing in like 2001 and played for like two seasons, right? So he plays two seasons with the, the Wizards, gets out, then goes back to ownership with the Bobcats uh, like a year later, something like that. So Jordan pretty much went into management with basketball almost immediately after he retired. So that basically tells you right there you can do it. You can go directly from retiring to getting into is the owner. Is he a sole owner? Is he the owner? Uh, I think Jordan? he's the majority. He's the majority, yeah. majority, the majority of the Bobcats. Or uh, the Hornets now. They went the, oh, yeah, the Hornets. The Hornets, yeah. the Hornets are back. Yeah. I miss the Hornets. Ah, they're back. I just threw away all my Hornets gear. You mean you mean you had that, I'm you hanging had, on to my LA Raiders gear. You mean you had that you had the grandma <laughs> coming back. You had the grandma wig and the uh <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, I'm back now. So we're talking about soccer and LeBron James. Soccer mm, and, and that'll do it for headlines. Oh, that's it, huh? That's it. That'll that'll do that's it for quite headlines. A, that's quite a bit shorter than I was anticipating when he said sixteen headlines. Yeah. See, I tricked you. You did. Because 13 of them were all basically the same. (laughs) Yeah. Sounded like a lot. It was impressive, that's for sure. So on the eve of what everybody's thinking about, Ross, they're not thinking about LeBron. (laughs) They're thinking about that 11th pick, that 41st pick and the 56th pick. Oh, my God. I'm so sick of hearing about LeBron James. Guys. Thinking about that Nuggets draft that's happening tomorrow night. Tomorrow? So soon? Tomorrow night. My goodness. Well, that's what I like about the NBA is that the draft, they don't mess around. Draft, boom, right after the finals. Bang. You got the boom. draft. Bang. Boom. Kapow. And Kapow. And then right after that's free agency. I mean, boom. And then it's like a long period of nothing. <laughs> well, summer league right after oh, yeah, that. Yeah, summer league, and but then I it's mean, nothing. That's only big for guys like us, you know. But I think Joe Average likes it. Joe Average, he really <laughs> you think he's th- think he's thinking about the summer league games. NBA nerds are in abundance this time of year. Yeah. So, but um, I, mean, I mean, Ross, we haven't been able to hear, hear your thoughts on uh, what you think about the Nuggets. Will will do this draft? They're going to screw it up. <laughs> That's a that is that's a line of thinking that is definitely <laughs> definitely whatever. you are not the first person it's, to say that. I'll tell you one thing. Here's here's what will not happen. It will not be exciting. Whether or not they make the wise decision, it's not going to be exciting. It's not. There's going to be you guys are going to spin it to be exciting somehow, and you're going to say it's the greatest move ever. This is one of the most exciting drafts we've had in a long time. <laughs> but Nate's already but, uh, spinning it. But unfortunately, there will be no fireworks in uh, this corner of the NBA. It will be the Nuggets watching from the sidelines, as always, doing boring trades for other things that aren't exciting players. Yeah. That's one scenario they could play out. You are not the only person who said that. In fact, we had a lot of people on Denver Stiffs today in the comment section saying those very same words. Well, that's, uh, they're, they're probably right, and they're a very smart group over there. But here's what's going to happen with those guys. The Denver Stiffs guys, present company included, are going to say nothing's going to happen. It's going to be boring. Then, no matter what the Nuggets do happen, it, you guys are going to think it's very exciting. Ooh, this is exciting. <laughs> well, I, know, I know Nate will. Because of <laughs> the doors it will open for the Nuggets 
later. Mm. Down the road. <laughs> mm. So are you talking about the dreaded P word, potential? Potential. Yeah. Well, I was talking today. I did uh, Brandon Spano's show on Mile High Sports, and he asked me. That he, he's talking about the San Antonio Spurs. And he's saying, you know, this is such a great team. They did, you know, they built this team so well and this and that, blah, blah, blah. And the only thing that you can take away that the Nuggets could do similarly as the Spurs is keep your draft picks and make your picks. Even trade in to get picks. I mean, they built their team off the draft. Yeah, you may not get that lucky, but you have to keep your draft picks and draft guys if you want to build a good team in a market like Denver. You have to. You can't trade them for middling players or trade back for worse talent. You got to make the most of your picks. And by the way, a lot of people are comparing the Dallas market to San Antonio. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> and saying, well, if they can do it in San Antonio, they can do it in Denver. Uh, horse pucky. San Antonio is a much bigger market, and they don't have nearly the competition for the viewer they're dollars. They're a one horse town. Exactly. So enough of that. They're like folks. Portland. They've got, they have Albuquerque been- Fields, an NBA Finals team. In the next few years, then we can say that it's <laughs> it's replicable. <laughs> but I mean, that's the thing to me is you know if you want to trade back, like the Nuggets have options. They can draft at eleven. Maybe they can move up a couple of picks, or maybe they can move back with like the Bulls and get pick sixteen and nineteen. But trading out of the draft completely just would I would be like, well, what player did they get? I mean, and I still can't come up with any names. I'd be very happy. with. Nate's been dreading this for a while. There, what I'm curious about <laughs> yeah, is <it's> true. <laughs> what do the Nuggets really have to build upon? There's really nobody that the Nuggets have that they could say could they could either bring in one key player that they have. I mean, the guys they have can't be put around a key player. Just they go don't, sign LeBron. They don't, right. <laughs> well, there we go. I mean, yeah, sign LeBron and then get rid of all the current Nuggets and get other guys around him. Right? I mean, but there's nothing. Well... <laughs> This is where the comparison with San Antonio... It's just a total fiasco. I mean, it's a total... It's it's a mess. This is where the comparison with San San Antonio falls apart because the San Antonio Spurs had David Robinson, then they got Tim Duncan. I I mean, then they built on that. That's a solid, huge foundation, two Hall of Fame players on the roster at the same time. Uh, That just doesn't happen. That's how you build teams, and then you have that. Then you add around that. That's how you do that. You have to draft. I mean, they drafted Duncan. They drafted Manu. They drafted Tony, and they traded for Kawhi Leonard. Those are two number one picks, though. The Nuggets don't have two number one picks on the roster. Or two number one picks. Robinson and Duncan were two number one picks. Who cares about Robinson? They, They drafted Robinson. Yeah, they drafted Robinson. Then they he got hurt. Then they drafted Tim Duncan. But if you Tim Duncan learned from uh, David Robinson, if you don't keep your picks, you never have a shot at landing anybody worth a shit. But that has nothing to do with whether they had number one picks or not. They had number one picks. That's where their foundation started. They had the superstar to build around. You can't add a bunch of mid round draft picks and think, oh yeah, great. We're going to develop these guys into superstars. That just doesn't happen. So you're NBA. saying, Jeff, that they should have tanked this year. Eleventh pick or whatever does nothing for them. They should just not even try. Um, I Trade think down whatever, pack it in. I think the chances cross of your fingers it for next happening season. are probably thirty percent at the at the greatest that to they become a star. They become a star. Well, they're not going to become a star. I mean, thirty percent is yeah, crazy. Ten percentage. percentage. Ten percent. They'll be a star. What what about them just being a good player? Well, Nuggets have a roster full of good players. (laughs) Says, but I mean, would you rather see them? Would would you be happy if they traded the eleventh pick for, let's just say, Demar Derozan at Toronto? 
does that move the needle for you? Mm. I'll tell you what. It would move the needle for me if they got dramatically worse or if they got dramatically better. That that's Those are two move, move, move the needle moves for me. But how do they accomplish either one of those? See, the Nuggets should have tra- tanked for this draft. They should have. They didn't. So they have the 11th pick. They're kind of stuck. You know? So I what think would they you do tried to tank. They just tanked worse than other teams. <laughs> they t- t- tanking they weren't as good at tanking <laughs> as other teams were. Yeah. <laughs> what would you do with the pick then if you had it? If you're the GM, Jeff. Uh, I would trade back. See if you could get 16 and 19? Yeah, or maybe get one pick later and then stash someone. And then maybe concentrate on some free agency and try to do some trades at free agency. But right now, it's just they're not going to be able to... Um, or they're not going to be able to really do much at, at the draft. I mean, the 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 pick I thought was going to be a nice wedge. That was before every team in the draft looked like they were going to trade their pick. Now it's like the Nuggets' eleventh pick doesn't look that good. You know, it's like as if if Sacramento at number eight's trying to trade it. Well, that certainly looks better than number eleven. You know, and that's the Nuggets' fault for not being bad enough. I mean, seriously, it's their fault for not being Wait, bad because enough. people ahead of them don't want to trade their pick? No, because they, the, the Kings are trying to pay, trade their pick, and they're the oh, number eight pick. Got it. And there's, there's like, even maybe the rumors that the Cavs are a number one pick are trying to, to uh, trade it. Like Cavs, Magic, Jazz, uh, 76ers, Lakers, and Kings, and even maybe the Celtics would all be willing to trade their picks. Because they're all going to get LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Goes right every back single to one of them, <laughs> every single one of them. Well, that's the thing, and that and that's the problem the Nuggets have. Is that they got a bad, they got a pick. Number eleven is, as I've said to Nate repeatedly, number eleven is kind of like, bah, what are you going to do with that? Where in the four major sports uh, does the NBA rank as far as impact from the draft the following year? I, think I would it's say the first, probably, probably it's first. Because yeah, because baseball, and, no chance, right? Nobody gets drafted. NFL is seven rounds, you know. It's you know. So NFL is pretty close. Like I would say I would put rounds. NFL number two, and then the other two drafts because they got minor leagues. You know, and obviously they have development. You know, well, hockey's pretty good though. Like McKinnon just got drafted and played, right? Yeah, he yeah. was awesome, and he's a rarity though. Mostly, most of the time they go right into the whatever minor league six to make out there. In so hockey. the reason why I asked that question was is because it's obvious. It's number one, for one, and number two, it just puts more emphasis on the Nuggets really needing to focus on getting the best players they can, and why it's a little disappointing to think that maybe there won't be any really compelling picks tomorrow by the Nuggets that they're probably going to trade it away or probably going to move down or you know do something business that makes sense on paper but not necessarily on the court so it's well, sad. it's hard with the I mean I, and this is where I have a little bit of sympathy for the Nuggets is it hard where they're at number 11 it's just hard to either get a dramatic impact player which they're not going to be able to get or be you're not going you to get a top 12 player you get a top well supposedly <laughs> um, that's pretty good. 
I think there's a lot you of get good a top talent. eleven actually. Yeah. If you think about it, I like a lot of the guys at eleven for different purposes. I think you could get a couple guys like Stoskis could play right away. Yeah, right Stoskis. That is that the white guy from Michigan? Yeah, yeah, I like Old him. White. And I mean, they're not. I mean, they're obviously not. Probably going to be. You know what? I bet you that's who they get because they're going to confuse him and assume he's European, <laughs> and, and they're just going to be like, oh. Shit, yeah, we'll get him. It's like, oh, we drafted a Canadian? <laughs> Damn it. Well, he's kind of foreign. Um, he's kind of foreign. They just assumed he was Lithuanian and got him. From, and, and they'll, yeah, they'll definitely draft well, him. You know, that's, that's the answer. That's one of the funny things is that. I like that. They I'd rather have Nick Stoskis than like Thabo Cephalosha or Trevor Ariza. I don't know. Trevor Ariza had a great year. Contract year. On a middling team. I mean, what's Trevor Ariza going to come in here and Nuggets are going to go to the finals? But, but the, We're going to trade the 11th pick to overpay Trevor Ariza? The Wizards actually made the playoffs. The Nuggets didn't. No, we had injuries. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> yeah, otherwise, we would have snuck into a Hey, if, if the Nuggets are healthy, I mean, they could have beat the Spurs. Or, I mean, they could have beat the Heat. Yeah. <laughs> the I Spurs just, can beat the Heat. They're going to have a lot of trouble if they trade the pick and then pick up some middling veteran, it's going to be a tough sell to fan base because you're going to be like, fans know that you can build through the draft, and they know what you have in these other players around the NBA that have all their potential used up. Well, what if they get that, that uh, other guy? That tough. other that Not not Saric, the other European guy. Nurik? Nur- Yusuf Nurik. Where they get that guy? What are they going to say? This guy's the next Timofey Mozgov. <laughs> 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 I mean, come on. I mean, it's just like there's only so much you could sell... With where the Nuggets are at. Okay, you're That's right. A good point. It is a tough sell, but they will do it. Oh, I have they no will sell it. I remember being and sold on Nuggets, Nuggets, Nuggets fans <laughs> will eat it up. I can't remember where, what was Jalen Rose. Thirteen. Nuggets pick? are the best. Thirteen. Nuggets pick. have the best fans in the world of any sport. They'll kind of like Cubs fans. <laughs> yeah, in a way, except, but not nearly as annoying. <laughs> Very annoying, but just really not as annoying. Not nearly, as, not nearly as annoying. Rooting for a tough luck club. Uh, no, it's like they get, get that guy, and you're like, eh. and then the people who are draft nerds are like, oh yeah, this guy's going to be good in five years. It's like, all right, that's great, but what are you going to say, yeah, Joe Public? Who are you trying to get to come to the Pepsi Center? It's like, come and go see this guy who's never going to get off the bench. Yeah, and that's where you wonder if there's pressure if they can't trade that pick, to take a guy like Gary Harris or Nick Stoskis or Doug McDermott if he fell that far? Gary Harris would contribute immediately, um, but I don't think his ceiling is tremendously high. I think he could, but he's one of those guys that would be an immediate impact because he's more ready. Well, he'd be on the floor, that's for sure. I don't know how impactful. (laughs) He may or may not be. We'll see. But, I mean, you know, that's that's one of those those things. The, The NBA draft... You know, especially if it's not a deep deep draft. Sometimes it's like last year's draft. Anthony Bennett going number one. Um, Nerlens Noel. Like, I mean, Michael Carter Williams was the only one who made any sort of impact from last year, right? Eleventh pick. Yep, and he was the eleventh of the year. See, got to keep that pick. <laughs> they got to keep the pick. Confirmation, but they got to keep the pick. Michael Carter Williams not a very a, good player. A lot of times, I feel like <laughs> he's not great. Uh, I feel like guys in management, if they're not making moves, they don't feel like they're doing anything. But just, you know, getting an 11th pick and using it to draft a player without making any trades beforehand seems like to them like that that's not what they're hired to do. 
they got to be like, no, what we're going to do is we're going to trade the 11th pick for the 12th pick and like 50 grand, and then we're going to go get that other guy. And then we're going to get that guy. Yeah. Cash considerations. Then that guy. And then there's this guy out of Lithuania. These guys never even heard of him. He's worth at least five million. We're going to pay him one. It's going to be great. So I'm playing, like, yeah, a, we're gonna so I'm playing a garage converted into a gym. <laughs> Hoop was 12 feet tall. He was dunking head above the rim. This guy's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I'm going to draft him, and his little brother's coming over, going to play on a D-League team. <laughs> going to put him on the team next year. And his why, uncle, is, why is he from Brooklyn? And his, and his uncle owns the, owns the gonna, Peugeot deal. They're going to come over here, and they're going to dunk on a 12-foot hoop, all right, because we're going to make the NBA do this sort of That thing. wasn't a Brooklyn accent. That was a Baltimore accent. <laughs> Baltimore? Uh, like, Baltimore. like Conley? Yeah. <laughs> He's making moves. Making moves. <laughs> yeah, if you're not making moves, you're not doing nothing. Well, well, okay, Nate, you know, you asked the questions. What about when I asked the question of you? Who do you, th- you think the Nuggets will take? If I was the Nuggets and they have the opportunity to trade for 16 and 19, that's probably what I would do. I think that's what they're going to do. I, yeah. I would draft, if Saric is there at 16, I would draft him, stash him, and then at 19, I would maybe draft like Adrian Payne or the next best available guy. Who's that guy that's Payne winning? is only a, like a 19. You know, pick like yeah, that's maybe his, really? he's somewhere in between, probably like twelve and twenty. Why? Was what's it, his downside? Like, what's his problem? He's got some kind of lung issue, and he's twenty three. Ah, longer. Who's that? Uh, twenty three. Yeah. <laughs> who's that? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's old. <laughs> who's that? Who's that Peyton guy that's been going up the boards here? Like, Alfred you ever, Peyton. Have you known anything about him? Yeah, he's pretty good. It's kind of like Rajon Rondo. Can't shoot very well. Tough as nails. So like passes well, well. Plays so basically, what well. like what we saw of Tyler Ennis. Yeah, Ennis, is, Ennis reminds me a lot of, like, I think Peyton you could compare maybe to Rajon Rondo. You hope that's what he turns out like. And with Ennis, he reminded me of Andre Miller. It seems like a guy that's going to be, you know, doesn't test well, doesn't look flashy, but gets the job done. As they, I mean, we were watching him at the workout uh, with Zach Levine. He was there. It was James Young, Tyler Ennis, Zach Levine, a couple other guys. And Ennis had the slowest shot I've ever seen in my life. It was just dreadfully slow. And it reminded me, I was talking to, last week we were talking to Les Shapiro about this. You know, we didn't get to. Off pod. That it was, it reminded me. It reminded me of Tebow's wind up. That really slow wind up, go all the way around and and throw it. It reminded me exactly of a basketball sense of that. Because it was like. was not even getting near the hoop. He was chucking these things. Overhand, just yeah. Like, he was he, he, he was doing it like left-handed, you know, and the, you know how it comes out of your hand, left-handed, you know, differently than right hand. And then he was just plowing over people for no reason. Yeah, like Tebow, what are you doing out there? <laughs> but yeah, he was he he just didn't strike me as someone who I would podcast take. podcast without mentioning Tebow. Can you guys? Mm-mm. I know. Well, you you're, you got the uh, Jeff's on like a Tebow kick. It feels like <laughs> past couple weeks. He loves that guy. <laughs> I think he likes the dick. Pushing that kitchen. <laughs> Can't we have any? There's no, there's no place sacred. Nope. You have to. Gays are taking over. To forgive me. Especially was, down uh, here in Rhino. Last weekend was Pride weekend. <laughs> um, Congratulations, by the way. Don't <laughs> think. Thank you. I have Pride. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, uh, Ross, I mean, have you put any thought to uh, who do you think are on Nuggets today? You don't do care. Ross is changing diapers yeah. and feeding babies. Ross is like, I, I have to ask because you see a obligatory question, but. Um, no, couldn't care less. But I will say this. I just want to figure the answer. It will be boring. 
It won't be exciting. There will be boredom. There will be boredom. <laughs> Nate and I will be down at Pepsi Center eating pizza. I'll, I'll be, uh, oh, yeah, tomorrow night, Jake's watch party. Jake's, None yep. of us will be here. Andrew Feinstein will be here. But Andy MCN. said, Andy. free drinks for anybody who mentions the podcast. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Just be sure and talk to Mr. Feinstein. <laughs> Show up and say, Jake sent me. Jake sent me. And he's uh Jake sent me to get you one. You know what you drink. really should do is come in and ask for Jake. <laughs> yeah. And look around the restaurant obnoxiously asking for Jake. <laughs> like Jake Feinstein, where is he? <laughs> um so anyway. But that's you know, it's a big I mean, but then you got this and then you got and the NBA free agency, which happens five days later, four days later. So it's I mean, it's like you got boom boom right here. That's when boom, a lot boom, of teams kabooms. make a lot of big changes. I don't anticipate LeBron James going anywhere, but, you know, Carmelo Anthony, you know, he opted out, so he could go somewhere. He's a big fish. If it was, um, like, true that the Lakers were really shopping the seventh pick and Steve Nash. I'd take that. I would, if I'm the Nuggets, I'd take Steve Nash in that Iguodala traded player exception, Absolutely. and I'd take the seventh pick. Absolutely. You have seven and 11? Wait, yeah. what? What's going on? There's a rumor that the Lakers might be trying to trade the seventh pick. But the taker is you have to take Steve Nash's contract, which is I don't know seven and a half million seven bucks or something. Million, yeah, it's ah. like good lord, I would, I would do that I would and jump on that. Yeah, you, you could fit him. You would fit nicely into that Iguodala trade exception, which yeah. is like nine point three million or something like that. So yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. Right? And you get the seventh pick, and you got two. I mean, picks, and then you know that you'd have to cut like Anthony Randolph and you know maybe Quincy or something like that, but. Let's trade Randolph like his future second round pick. Perfect. Trade him for cash considerations. <laughs> we sold Anthony Randolph's contract. I'll take cash. Would you take would you take that deal? Like seventh and Steve Nash? Steve I Nash. Want Steve is, Nash. Yeah, but he's only got one year left in his contract. You know, I have been watching a lot of soccer lately. That guy's kind of a soccer type. Yes, he is. Could have played for Canada's national team. <laughs> Paying attention. <laughs> You guys watching the game tomorrow? USA and Hell Germany? Yeah. I'll be, uh, unfortunately, at work, but we'll be in the conference room watching it. You got a note, man. The uh, soccer coach twittered out a note excusing Jürgen everybody Klinsman? from work. Yeah. Are you talking about Jürgen Klinsmann? He signed it and everything. It's your excuse to get out when, of work. When is it on tomorrow? 10 a.m. Mountain, mountain daylight you, are you time. un-American? You don't know the time of the game? I'm un-American for many reasons. <laughs> you didn't know the time of the draft either, so you're good. Uh, now I know. Uh, now I, I'll be sure and, and watch it. I, that's, boy, 10 a.m. Against Germany. you be awake by then? Yes, Old man, man Morton? I'll be awake by then. <laughs> I'm usually up. He'll actually be awake and have gone back to take a nap by then. Yeah. I usually have my mush at, at <laughs> 5 in the morning. <laughs> Is this imitation mush? <laughs> It's not my usual mush. Because I only have the mush because I don't yet put it in my teeth. <laughs> so I can only have the mush. By the way, Jeff, I heard you got into a car accident. I did. You okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. It's just I don't do well with things like that. I mean, it's like... With car wrecks? No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't do well with... Like, it was a minor wreck. It was a fender bender. But I was like, I just... I, I don't like them, so I, like, freak out for, like, a day. It just... And I had something I was going to that night, but I just, just couldn't handle it. No, I went home. And it you know, wasn't anything big, but uh, I know some people who've been in tremendously, you know, 
bad Affecting car wrecks. Affecting the car wreck. <laughs> I, yeah. I had a friend who completely <laughs> shattered his arm from the, from the shoulder down to his wrist. I mean, oh, they had to bad. completely re- reconstruct <laughs> that thing. And I'm like, I didn't, that, none of that happened to me, and I felt like a whiner afterwards, but I just, like, I freak out whenever I have those things. All right. I mean. Light flashes hey, before your eyes. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> I wasted my whole life blogging. Should have been out there painting pictures, running free in the woods. <laughs> and I do work in the art business. Did you watch Fargo? TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Good, good show. That was awesome. That was a great one. What did you think? How did you like, how'd you like the ending? We've all seen it. So how would you like the ending? Did you great. And that's perfect. a miniseries, right? Like, it's over. No, they're going to do another season. Uh, new characters. New characters. You like Martin Kinda Freeman? Like true detective. And why did they do the whole thing at the beginning that's like, this is a true story? It wasn't a true story. They did that with the movie Fargo, too. Okay. The same exact beginning of the movie. They did but that. That wasn't real either. Okay. But Fargo tricked me, and I thought it was real. And I and I often wondered over the years, is that why I thought that movie was so awesome the first time I saw it? Is because I thought I was watching a true story. But then again, even movies that you watch that are based on true stories, they add in all the really <laughs> like compelling stuff. They make that part up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like that Pain and Gain movie. Yeah. There's no way that was all real. Well, what did, what did you no did chance. you like Martin Freeman in that? He was the Hobbit. Great. I th- yeah, I thought he was great in that. In yeah, Fargo. he was super. I mean, if you watch Sherlock, he's great in Sherlock too. But he's he's he was. I thought he was one of the standouts in that. That lady cop uh, was was really good. Yeah, and, my buddy's uh, friends with her. I guess they went to really? the same acting school in Baylor or L.A. I don't know something. Really, it's kind of cool. Uh, there's a lot of characters in Fargo that were in Deadwood too. Oh, I never watched Deadwood. Was, are you serious? Never. Oh man, I thought we could have had a. Are you, are you talking it. about? Uh, are you talking about <laughs> Keith Carradine? But I did. Keith Carradine was in Deadwood. Who is Keith Carradine? Oh my god, you didn't know who Keith Carradine. You, you he was the guy Keith from Carradine? Kill Bill, right? Oh, that's David. no, that's David Carradine. That's his brother. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, he's dead. Keith Carradine. Uh, yeah, he was in. Um, he was in. See the guy that worked at the diner. He's the one who played. Um, um, he was in the first season. He played. Uh, Wild Bill Hickok? Wild Bill Hickok. Yeah, he was yeah. the dad, the designer. Yeah. yeah, that was good. Well, I noticed, oh, that was Wild Bill Hickok? Because that guy was in Dexter, too. Yeah. yeah. There was a lot of people Keith from Dexter. He's got a great voice. He's who's got the, like, a really good voice for Who's actors. the Dexter guy? Michael Hall? Like Michael C. Hall. He was just in a movie I watched last night called Cold in July. Was it good? Good movie. Is it a new movie in the theaters? No. I red boxed it. Did I red box it? No, I pay-per-viewed it. Yeah, I think I saw a you preview should, for that. You should get the Amazon Prime. I have that too. Well, then just get it on get it on your you know, television. All those HBO get the, shows get the are now available on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Really? All yeah. the old ones: Deadwood, huh. The Wire, all the Sopranos. Don't you have that coming to your television? The yeah. Six Feet Under. Yeah, just get. Thank you. Speaking of Amazon Prime, you can go sign up for that, uh, listeners. Yes, mm-hmm. and as we if, get a as if anybody's still listening. You get a free point. trial, <laughs> free month, thirty day trial. But did you press record? Nope. <laughs> but uh, I saw a movie called uh, Last Will and Testament of Rosalind Lee. Um, is that a horror movie? Kind, it's kind of it sounds like a poltergeist. Kind, yeah, is it kind of? Um, but it's done really well done. It's like basically just this one guy in this house. It's at the end with a narrating from Vanessa Redgrave, and it's just really, really well done. I highly, highly recommend it, and it's if the you last like that sort Will of thing. Testament yeah. of Rosalind Gray Lee Lee. Yeah, all right. I, I, it's a very good. I, I was long came title away. must be good. I I, <laughs> I came away really or impressed. boring. What was well, that movie? 
The assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford or yeah. something? That yeah. That was the bo- most boring movie I've ever watched. That was not. About things to do in Denver and you're dead. That was pretty good. I liked that movie. Really? Oh, yeah. You guys, I think we've talked about that. I liked that. I kind of liked the that beginning like where he's a, driving over the Spear Bridge, the old Spear Bridge. <laughs> Is that not there anymore? I did, they changed the bridge since then. Oh, you remember, did? it was used to be the iron grating and stuff like that. Oh. They don't have that anymore. Oh, man. I thought I was missing that Spear Bridge. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was. <laughs> Old Spear Bridge. All right, guys. Well, it's 9 o'clock. Time to get out of here, huh? Wee Willie Winkies. Somewhere. What? Wee Willie Winkies running through the town. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs, in his nightgown. Never heard that? Are you reading this to that Wrapping on the window pane. <laughs> Screaming through the door locks. <laughs> Are the children all in bed? For now, it's 9 o'clock. Creepy. It is creepy. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> On that note, all right, we willy winkies. <laughs> On that <laughs> note, Ross, welcome back to the show. Uh, apologies to, to uh, our Omaha correspondent. We, uh, we, will, we will get you. Man. We will get your voice on here eventually <laughs> next week sounds like a good time to do it i think yeah, yeah. perfect all right we'll see you guys next week <laughs>